in our culture, the stress response turns on and off extremely frequently throughout the day for all of us, and that's every day. And so acupuncture has been shown in studies to calm the stress centers of the brain while improving the rest and the digest centers at the same time. Modern Acupuncture CEO Matt Hale is working to help parents and teens feel less pain, less stress, and less overwhelmed by modern lifestyle syndrome. He's our guest on this episode of Win This Year. Drugs and alcohol. Bullying. Unhealthy relationships. Depression. Internet safety. Substance use. Body image. Self-injury. Suicide. Anxiety. Social media. Kids. Pre-teens. Parenting. Middle school. High school. Adolescents. Teens. Coping skills. Self-care. Relationships. Strategies. Life skills. Prevention. Solutions. Help. Hope. Leadership. Insight. Information. Inspiration. You're listening to Win This Year, the official podcast of Not My Kid, a prevention nonprofit focused on inspiring positive life choices by helping kids, parents, families, and those who work with youth. Informative, interesting, inspiring. Win this year. Welcome to Win This Year. I'm Shane Watson, public information officer and prevention specialist for Not My Kid. This is episode number 25 of Win This Year, and our guest for this episode is Matt Hale. In 2016, Matt began his endeavor as co-founder and chief executive officer of ACU Development Incorporated, franchisor of MA Modern Acupuncture. As the first acupuncture franchise concept, Matt led Modern Acupuncture to quickly become one of the fastest growing franchises in the health and wellness industry. The explosive growth gained attention and impressive ranking status in the franchise industry, including the coveted cover of Franchise Times. Prior to that time, Matt was both vice president of operations and a founding member of the management team at The Joint Chiropractic, with the likes of the founder of Massage Envy. Matt's leadership in the development of a strategic operational infrastructure played an integral part in growing the brand from eight units in 2010 to more than 340 open in 27 states in a six-year period. He was also a key member of the team that took the company public in 2014. Matt has also owned and operated his own franchise restaurant, giving him a deep understanding of franchising that he draws upon as CEO of MA Modern Acupuncture. Matt, welcome to win this year. Thank you so much, Shane, and I'd like to thank you and not my kid for the opportunity to spread the words of acupuncture, and I do know that our missions are very aligned, so I'm excited for the time today. Thank you. Definitely. We're going to point out some of those parallels during some of these questions. A lot of our episodes, we focus on some of the challenges. I don't want to call them problems, but we focus on a lot of the challenges in behavioral health. Today, we're solely focused on a solution. Today, we're going to heavily focus on the benefits of acupuncture as a healthy coping tool in terms of reducing pain, anxiety, stress, et cetera, for adults and youth alike. It's a way for people to address a number of challenges without the use of drugs or alcohol. It's an excellent strategy in dealing with a number of the issues that we actually educate on at Not My Kid. And it's also something that I believe a number of our, our listeners could benefit from. But before we get into that, first it's important to understand how you came to be involved with acupuncture and part of this industry. Can you tell us how and why that came to be? Certainly. Um, so 
to rewind back, this won't be long, but it's very helpful if I try and connect the dots for the audience here. But going back to my childhood, I grew up in a household where both my uh, folks had met in chiropractic school. Uh, my dad still practices chiropractic today, 40 years later. Uh, but I saw the wonderful benefits of, of natural care and alternative medicine um, at a very early age. And I was always fascinated by it. And so growing up, I want to follow in the footsteps of my dad and become a chiropractor. Um, but my life took me a little bit different direction. Uh, I ended up playing collegiate golf uh, and went to business school. Uh, Post-business school, as, as you mentioned in my introduction, I, I became a franchisee and I became a franchisee very young, just out of school. Uh, I was part of that concept for five to six years. And then the stars really aligned for me in 2010 as we took on the opportunity with the joint chiropractic um, and as you mentioned, growing them from eight units to 350. And during my time there, uh, one of the things that I was really proud of was just the relationships I had with the chiropractors and the providers. I always had that special bond with them, just knowing that, you know, I grew up in a household of chiropractors and just knew a lot about the medicine. Um, and so I created some really good bonds and friendships with a lot of the chiropractors uh, within the joint, within the joint family. Uh, and one of those chiropractors, his name is Dr. Stephen Gubernick, one of my, the founders, um, co-founders along with me here for Modern Acupuncture. He was a franchisee uh, here in Scottsdale, where we're located. Um, he was practicing five, six days a week in his joint chiropractic clinic. Uh, and one of the things that he had mentioned when I went to see him one day, he said, man, I've been sending a lot of people out to acupuncture. They're still coming in for the adjustment, but he believed that if they were combining both therapies up there, they could get a better response to the condition that they were suffering from. So he's, he was sending a handful of his patients out and they were coming back saying, Steve, man, I was a little bit fearful just because it's, a, it's misunderstood, but I really enjoyed that. And that acupuncture helped me tremendously. So as he started referring more people out, he started doing a little bit of research. So he shared this information with me on one of my visits to get adjusted. And so I said, well, that's very interesting, Steve. And he said, well, I'm looking to actually open an acupuncture clinic. And I was like, well, that's fascinating. So he shared a lot of the information, a lot of the research, um, started doing a lot of research myself. And this was around 2015 to better understand the medicine. Um, realized that it was one of the fastest growing medicines in the world and one of the fastest growing in the United States. And there was many surveys out there that indicated it was one of the number one things people wanted to try. So the more I learned about it, the more I, I dove into it. I, I told Steve, I said, you know what? I want to I want to get into this with you. I think we have a tremendous opportunity to become a category creator and a category leader because there's no one really within the acupuncture space that's doing this on large scale. Um, so long story short, we and a couple of my um, colleagues at the joint, uh, we left there and along with Steve, we started uh, this concept in, in uh, the latter years of 2016. Um, and one thing that was very important to me was really defining a simplistic but powerful mission. And that mission is to make lives better. Um, so that's that's kind of the, a long-winded <laughs> answer to tell you uh, where we've gotten to today. But it's important to understand that. It's important to understand that full journey. And you mentioned when he was initially referring patients to go to acupuncture, he, you know, some of them were, were saying, you know, I wasn't sure about it because you used the phrase misunderstood. I know that acupuncture still remains misunderstood and even mysterious to some people because of the way it's been portrayed and marketed in the past. 
what are the ways that you're trying to change that perception and help people understand what it actually is? So the more that we've gotten into this, right. And I was, I was one of those individuals coming into the space. Um, and acupuncture has been eight, it's been made out to be mysterious, a mysterious energy that heals the body through balance and energy. And this misinterpretation couldn't be further from the truth, the truth, the Chinese thousands of years ago, they did dissection of the body and the circulatory system. And what they discovered is that the heart pumps blood throughout the blood vessels in the body that run to every tissue. So if there's a problem along those blood vessels, you'll experience pain or a different form of disease. And how acupuncture really works, it simply uses points to help to improve that blood flow along the pathway to restore and improve health. So it's really restoring oxygen and blood flow to an area of the body that's been lacking. And so through that misinterpretation somewhere along the course of history, blood flow got switched to energy and that's how acupuncture became mysterious. And so furthermore, what we wanted to do and part of our vision early on was let's go into these shopping centers where people frequent, right? The Starbucks, the your grocery store that you go to, Chipotle, where they're in these centers, right? So we could build a concept and people driving into that, into that center and say, oh, wow, there's an acupuncture place here. So by doing that, it becomes more approachable. And we also part of the vision early on was to be convenient, meaning we'll be open six to seven days a week, 50 to 60 hours a week. And then that made us more accessible than that what was currently out there. So combining that vision with really the true understanding of how acupuncture works, it's kind of our job to be that educator. And I think there's some similarities with, with you all as well. I want to stand on that mountaintop here in McGowell Mountain and say, here, acupuncture's a wonderful thing. It, it can help with so many different issues. And right. And so we're, we, there's a very small percentage of people that actually understand, understand acupuncture. And I think the same thing with you all is that you're out there to help teens. You're out there to help the families. And you want to stand on that mountain with me and say, hey, there's there's resources and help. Um, and so, you know, that's where I think um, there's a lot of parallels. But I also think that if people truly understand how acupuncture works, it wouldn't be as mysterious as it's become. Once you understand the science and the research behind it that validates it, it takes that mystery out of it, and it's like, well, no wonder it works when you see the breakdown and you hear it explained in the way that you explained it. And and speaking of standing on that mountaintop, making people understand that it works, whether it's chiropractic or whether it's acupuncture, if we can help someone deal with pain or deal with stress without having to turn to drugs or alcohol, I mean, we've seen Everybody, if, if you've read a newspaper or turned on the TV news in the last 10 to 15 years, you can't miss the opioid epidemic. If we can offer and you can offer people alternative coping skills to not have to open that door and potentially end up with something that could be life-changing in a devastating way, no wonder you want to stand on top of the mountain and you want to make sure everyone hears that. There are several benefits to acupuncture, and one of them has to do with addressing what I've heard you refer to as modern lifestyle syndrome. In a prior conversation we've had, you talked about modern life in 2020 being like putting Las Vegas into Times Square, and I feel like that says a lot. That title may already be self-explanatory to a lot of our listeners, but how would you explain modern lifestyle syndrome and how acupuncture helps address it, specifically how you do things at Modern Acupuncture. 
Sure, I'd love to love to talk about that. So M- MLS is a name that we came up with to, to describe the constant stressors we face in today's world. And in nature, animals experience stress as well, but it's typically short-lived. And I'll give you an example. When an animal hunts, the stress response act- activates, also known as a sympathetic state. Once the hunt is over, the rest and digest, which is the opposite of the stress system, also known as parasympathetic, activates and they may not have another stress response for several hours. Conversely, in our culture, like the example I gave you, the stress response turns on and off extremely frequently throughout the day for all of us, and that's every day. Think about the news, the traffic, the financial stress, family stress, social media, the bullying, kids doing online school, kids going back to school, kids wearing masks. I mean, I can go on and on and on and on. This pattern really weakens our immune system. It disrupts sleep, it increases pain, and leads to more stress and disease. And so acupuncture has been shown in studies to calm the stress centers of the brain while improving the rest and the digest centers at the same time. So you combine this ancient practice with the soothing environment that includes nature videos and specific music that we've designed to help you relax. It's quite euphoric, quite euphoric experience. I've actually been there. I've experienced it myself, and you put it in a very good way. You turn everything off when you're in there. The the outside world is shut off. The phones are turned off, and the experience of the acupuncture itself is very quieting of the mind. What I found, and I'm someone who has a constant inner monologue going. I've been that way since I was a kid. I have a very busy mind. It's frequently going in a couple dozen directions at once. And I have found a few, very few things in life that allow me to turn that off. When I'm speaking to a a group of students at a school, my mind quiets down. If I'm praying or meditating, my mind quiets down. Sometimes if I'm having a really good workout, it'll do that. And I noticed when I came in and I got the acupuncture done at Modern Acupuncture, that was one of those very rare times where everything turned off. So that modern lifestyle syndrome, that stress, is one of the three main areas that modern acupuncture is focused on addressing. That's a direct connection to what we're focused on at Not My Kid because research shows that stress is a major factor in youth substance use. There was a study done by Casa Columbia, Columbia University Center for Addiction and Substance Abuse, and the longtime listeners have this memorized by now because I've mentioned this previously, where parents and teens came in, and they came in together, and the parents were asked, would your child turn to drugs to cope with stress? Only 7% of the parents thought, yes, my child might turn to drugs to cope with stress. So they separated the teens from their parents to get honest answers, asked them, are you using drugs? And the ones that answered yes were asked a follow-up question. Okay, why? What's your main motivation? 73% of those teens said, my number one reason is stress. And sometimes parents will hear that and they'll think, what stress do teens have? We need to remember what it was like to be a teen, to be a high school freshman. When your face is breaking out, your hormones are fluctuating, there's that girl you like, that guy you like, you're trying to make the football team, the volleyball team, mom and dad want straight A's and you're not quite getting them. You don't have the self-identity and self-confidence you have as an adult That is real stress, and then there's layers added on top that we didn't have going through middle school or high school, and that is social media, which you've mentioned, and now the COVID pandemic and the disconnection from all those social supports. So parental stress, meanwhile, 
can make it far more difficult for parents to help their kids with their challenges or even deal with their own stresses as parents. So two of the other areas that you're focused on also play a role in mental and behavioral health. What are those areas and what can modern acupuncture do to help in those areas? Well, pain and sleep is a big part of it. We talk about stress, but pain and sleep. And, you know, I'll refer back to a lot of my experience with lower back pain and and getting adjusted throughout my childhood and, and life. And one thing with acupuncture, I seem to get relief quicker, um, from, from the pain component. And that's whether it's knee pain, neck pain or back pain. I mean, over 80 million Americans face lower back pain. So, and, and, you know, and what happens when you have pain, you can't sleep. So pain, sleep, and stress are common combinations of conditions that many, many people face. They're so damaging because they create this vicious, a vicious negative cycle, right? That makes everything worse. Stress increases pain and then decreases sleep. Poor sleep makes it harder to combat stress. Pain increases the stress response and worsens sleep, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. At MA, we look at the primary most concerning issue and start there. Once one or, or, or once one of these conditions is under control, we move on to the next and start treating that. The great thing, though, about acupuncture is while you're treating one condition, the others tend to improve at the same time. When you improve your circulation, it'll calm the brain at the same time. It's just a matter of, of time now until you start feeling better. Uh, and that's one thing when I when I visit clinics, which is one of, you know, one of the favorite pieces of my job as one of the co-founders and CEOs is to really talk to the patients and get to know them. And I think nine out of 10 that are coming in for pain, Shane, they usually say, I can't believe how well I slept that night. And so it's understanding the cycle, right? And how I, I laid it out for you, how vicious it can get. But really focusing on those three pillars of pain, sleep, and stress, I think everyone battles that, right? It's particularly, as you mentioned, in this environment that we're currently currently in. And those other two areas, pain and sleep, also can be risk factors for unhealthy youth behavior. You think of lack of sleep, you combine that with the bombardment from electronics, being up all night, staring at a screen, and then having the circadian rhythms thrown off. And that, as you said, when when those perpetuate each other, it begins snowballing. It makes everything more difficult. It, it If your teen is not getting adequate sleep, it can be really hard to address all the other things you need to address in their life. Their academic performance will likely suffer as a result. Their engagement and their interaction with you as a parent will likely suffer as a result if they're not getting enough sleep. So the three things that you're focused on are absolutely, as you said early on in this show, tied into so much of what we do at Not My Kid. What would you say, and you've already alluded to this a little bit, but I don't know that you've put it in the exact phrasing yet. What would you say your primary mission is at Modern Acupuncture? So as I said earlier, our mission to to make lives better, it means a lot more than just a sentence. Um, One of the things, again, that I wanted to be a big part of and that was extremely important to me from a cultural standpoint was to come up with a mission that supported all the way here corporately, all the way down to the patient. And so what does that mean? When we hire people here corporately or we have franchisees coming on board or regional developers, one of the first things we tell them that is truly our mission to, to make your life better. And so the reactions I get to that when 
you know, we have when we're hiring people is I say that it truly is my mission to make your life better. And the reaction you get to it is incredible. The facial expressions. And that's the culture that I wanted to set. And so if I can set that here, right, that'll, that's going to distill down to the staff and then case cascade down through the franchisees and then the licensed acupuncturists who, by the way, I didn't know this um, coming into it, but they're, they have an equivalent of a master's or a Ph.D., so they're going to over 2,500 hours of schooling, but most of them don't have employment opportunities at a school, so they don't exist. So for our franchisees to sit in front of them and say, it is truly my job and my mission to make your life better, that's just that's the foundation of our culture. And you see it, again, when I go to the clinics and you, you see the patients coming out of, of their treatments, um, we are fulfilling that mission and we continue to. And I think what that then, as an organization, Shane, that means families, schools, businesses, they're all parting part of keeping a healthy lifestyle. And so a big part of what we're focused on now as a company is really trying to get our clinics and our franchisees really engaged in the community with partnerships like this and partnerships with other nonprofits and partnerships with business. Because everybody in this world can use acupuncture. And it goes back to those three pillars we talked about before. But um that's really, you know, to, to, to put a bow on it. Um, I think if you were to talk to some of the staff here and uh, particularly you've had a, a, an experience as a patient and when you walk into that clinic and you see that mission on the wall, I think we're each and every day, I see it, it's on my wall here in the office. And that's, that, that what's, that's really what defines us of who we are and, and what our goals are as a company. You mentioned franchisees a, m- a moment ago. Tell me again how many locations you have and, and in how many states? So we have, we're open in 14 states right now. Um, we're just below 50 clinics. We're actually opening one, our first one in Illinois this week in the Lincoln Park area. Um, we've got five here in the Arizona market. Um, so we're spread out. We're all the way from California uh, through Texas, all the way down the, to uh, Southern Florida, and then all the way up to um, the, the Manhattan area. So we've got clinics all over and we're looking to continue to grow. We're gonna open another two to three more clinics uh, this year. What is the environment like? If a parent, and you and I talked about this a little bit a moment ago, if a parent decides to take their teen there or go with their spouse or maybe just treat themselves, what can they expect when they get there? Good question. We actually do have a lot of families that come in um, together, whether it's to target a specific condition or de-stress. There's definitely a bonding effect that happens when patients come in with kids or with a loved one. Um, if you look at, if you, if you think about it, there's not too many where a parent and a kid can simultaneously sit side by side, enter a specific healing brainwave that they can both feel a state of calmness and happiness. Um, so that's more of the outcome right so when you come to our clinics they're designed specifically for you to walk in and there's a calming effect we've actually contracted with a musician to have therapeutic music playing which helps again get you from that from the sympathetic state to parasympathetic right so it's that that calming effect so that's the first thing you're experienced when you walk in and then our the part of the individual up front's called the zen advisor and they're called that for a reason they're there to help you maximize your Zen, maximize the experience. And they're going to take you through kind of the process of we have an intake station in our lobby. And then they're going to say, hey, Shane, here's we have four or five different teas um, that you're going to have post-treatment. So you get to select 
the tea that's specific potentially for one of the conditions you came in for or just the tea that has some great Chinese herbs in it. And then we're going to escort you. We're going to open this beautiful barn door and escort you into what we call our Zen lounge. And there you're going to sit back in one of our zero gravity chairs. It helps decompress the lower spine. It has uh, heat and massage functionality as well. And then up above you, there's going to be three or four beautiful screens playing real scenic imagery with that music overlaid. And that's really to maximize the calming and the experience. Um, many people are fearful of needles. And I think us providing the most spa-like environment that we can was a big objective as we look to open the first location. And then the licensed acupuncturist is going to review your intake, understand what your chief complaint or condition is. They're going to talk to you about it through a brief consultation and an exam. And then you're gonna go through the needling experience, which keep in mind, and I tell all my friends and family and, and people that I meet, the needles are thinner than a strand, of, uh, a strand of hair on your head. And so it's very, very thin. You don't feel most of them. If you do, it's just really a little tingle. And I call that a light being turned on in your body. And then you're gonna sit back and relax for 15 to 20 minutes. Most people fall asleep because the experience is so calming and so soothing. And again, with that blood flow entering the head, it's 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 taking you know, that that rest and digest. And so you'll experience that for 20 minutes. And then a lot of times the acupuncturist has to wake the patient and then they give them a specific treatment plan around their condition and say, hey, we've seen again over 700,000 patient visits in our clinics and just just close, in about four years. So. They've had a lot of experience with people that have many of the same conditions that our patients are coming in for. So they have the experience to give them a well thought out treatment plan. And then they're going to escort them up front where they're going to get their tea. And then the Zen advisor is going to find the most efficient way for them to to meet their care needs. Um, and so that's that's high level the experience. But, um, you know, again, part of the vision was making it approachable. And I think we've really done that with the environment that we've created. Again, as someone who's been there, it is incredibly approachable. I'm glad that you, you really thoroughly laid that out because, again, just talk about taking the mystery out of things. That's that's pretty much how the entire process works. By the way, backing up, the scenario I mentioned a moment ago about a parent going with their teen, this is a very creative example of something we've advocated in prior episodes as a method of maintaining positive mental and behavioral health in our teens. And that's parents doing things with their kids, being intentional about setting time aside to do things together. This is like a combination example because it's benefiting parent and teen in multiple ways. It's not just the spending of time together. It's what's actually occurring, the healing that's happening while they're doing this. If there's someone listening to this, and you've really already explained this process very thoroughly, but if there's someone listening to this who's never tried acupuncture before, who may be hesitant what would you say to them? What do you feel is the most important thing or things for them to know? Yeah, I, and, and I touched on it a minute ago, but one of the biggest fears people have is a needle. And a lot of times when they think of an acupuncture needle, they associate it with the needle when you go to your MD, right? When, you, when people are getting vaccines or flu shots, you can fit, I can't remember, I think it's close to five to 600 actual acupuncture needles into the head of one of those needles. So mm -hmm. understanding that it's a painless experience for the most part, and that these needles are so thin, I think that's just a barrier that people many times don't conceptually understand. And so, and then the other piece that I hit on, which is really that an acupuncturist isn't someone who's gone to school for 
for a year or a year and a half. It's three to four years. It's over 2,500 hours of schooling. So for them to understand the points that are necessary to stimulate that blood flow and oxygen, I think you're putting your your hands, you know, you're, put, you're putting yourself in good hands there when you come into, when you go to any other, any acupuncture clinic, right? And so our acupuncturists actually go through additional training that we've created. And a lot of that training's around, it's continuous training around what's the best way for us to meet the patient needs? What's the best way for us to build that bond and understanding and the trust um, each and every time? And I and I tell people all the time when they ask me what I do, what I go to acupuncture for, and it's more than anything, it's to manage stress and their environment that we're in and will continue to be in. I mean, the world's just going to continue to get crazier. And I think managing that and to your point, man, being able to manage that and set and be a role model for your children is extremely important. And I have two sons as well that I've taken that I take to our clinics and we enjoy the environment. We enjoy the experience together. And I think more than anything, if I'm setting an example of how I'm trying to manage my health, right, in a, in a drug-free way, that's extremely important. They look to us. They look to us for that example, and they're going to continue to look to us, as you said, as the world starts getting even crazier. Unfortunately, that's the truth. They're going to see how we're going to react to that. And if we're saying one thing with our words as far as how we should manage stress and we're doing something different with our actions, they're going to look at our actions. It's going to speak much louder than words. So there's yet another benefit by doing that and doing that with your team. You are setting that example of utilizing healthy coping skills. If people listening to this want to find a location near them or learn more about modern acupuncture, what's the best way for them to do so? It's so directly to our website modernacupuncture.com and that's up on the top you can find a location uh and any any of the listeners as well we've done a lot with businesses and nonprofits, and so if there's any way you'd like to reach out to us to better understand how something like that could work um we also have on the bottom of the of our homepage a contact us form and that'll go directly to us and and we'll reach out to you so we can we can help best meet your needs. But yes, just go to our, the website again. It's modernacupuncture.com. And as always, we will make sure that that link is in the show notes for this episode. Anything else you'd like to add or anything that I may have overlooked? I don't think so, Shane. I think you did a wonderful job. And again, I think um, both of our, we both have challenges, but I think there's so, so much opportunity with what you guys are doing and with what we're doing. I look forward to continuing this partnership and, and really making as many people's lives better as we can. Absolutely. You know, it's nice to have an episode where we are solely focused on a solution, a healthy coping skills. We're always advocating healthy coping skills for parents and for their teens, and here is a prime example of that. Matt Hale, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Thank you for joining us on Win This Year. Thank you, Shane. I appreciate it. And as always on When This Year, we'd like to give you some resources if you or someone you know is seeking mental or behavioral health support. You can reach the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline by calling 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. The crisis text line can be reached by texting the word LISTEN to 741741. The Not My Kid text line can be reached by texting the word QUESTION to area code 
584-8474. That's area code 602-584-8474. You'll be given a form to fill out, and a Not My Kids staff member will get back to you. And finally, dial 211 or visit 211.org anywhere in the U.S. or Canada for community information and referral services. Thanks once again to our guest, Matt Hale. If you've enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy Win This Year, please be sure to subscribe, share, and spread the word. Win This Year can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and nearly every other mainstream podcast outlet. If you have questions or concerns, would like to suggest a guest or a topic for a future episode, email us at winthisyear@notmykid.org. winthisyear@notmykid.org. As always, all links mentioned in this episode will be in the show notes along with all the links for Not My Kids social media. I'm Shane Watson, public information officer and prevention specialist for Not My Kid. Thank you again for listening to Win This Year.